Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we talk about faith, lifestyle, and growth. And today, uh, we're going to introduce the first episode of the series called Man to Man, where I'm going to be talking to four different men about various topics that I've found interesting when it comes to men. Um, We're going to talk about submission, leadership in spiritual life, um, leadership just in general and how a man should lead. Um, and then leadership in the home as well. So a lot of leadership and a lot of submission, basically, we're talking about. But today is the first series, and we're talking about submission. And I have an awesome friend that I met on my trip to Israel. We got to speaking about his life and what God has in store for him. So I was really interested and wanted to invite him on the podcast. So please help me introduce Zach Lofman. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I'm clapping in the background. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Glad to be here. I'm so happy that you decided to come on the podcast. I really yeah. appreciate it. Honestly, really appreciate it. I'm real excited. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. So I know you. They don't know you. So who are you? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my name is Zach, as, as uh, Danny told. Um, I'm a student here at Ohio State in Columbus, Ohio, the Ohio State University. Um, ready to graduate, finish my last year. Um, so a little bit about my journey to um, knowing Christ. Um, so I grew up in a Christian family, um, went to a Christian school up until about middle school. Um, and then my parents had me go to a public school to, um, you know, I was really playing basketball a lot back then and was uh, having hopes of getting a scholarship in college to play. Um, so they moved me to a public school where I could, um, you know, play against better competition. Um, so, but the first couple of years, I really struggled um, socially um, at the public school. And it took me uh, about two years to really start to make friends. Um, but, you know, as I progressed through high school, um, you know, I began to compromise on some of the things that my parents, you know, instilled in me, um, and in, in the hopes that I would gain more popularity, um, more friends, uh, be, be more well-known in high school. And, um, you know, as I, as I got to, you know, the varsity level of basketball, um, you know, and became a captain, you know, I really started to really care about what people thought of me. Um, you know, what, what my circle of friends looked like, you know, um, essentially just, I really cared about popularity and, you know, meeting girls and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, so then, um, you know, finished high school, um, uh, really, you know, kind of had an emptiness in my life, but didn't really think about it too much and, uh, went to Ohio state, um, not to play basketball, but just to be a student here and, uh, Right in my first week of college, um, my girlfriend broke up with me, and that was a huge, um, huge issue then, and uh, God really rocked my world um, back then, uh, just humbling me with that 
and didn't understand it at all at the time. Um, I actually thought I was going to, uh, you know, be with this girl for a long time. Um, you know, I was really close with the family. And, um, you know, really just my freshman year of college was, was me, um, kind of depressed, um, just in a dark place. Um, not, not where I need to be in my walk with God. Um, you know, and, but it was in that time that, that God really was drawing me closer to him without me even knowing, um, because I began to realize that all the things that I were, uh, you know, was involved with was, was not bringing me, um, happiness. It was bringing me, uh, temporary, temporary happiness, but not, um, you know, lasting, a lasting joy. Um, and so, you know, in the middle of freshman year of college, um, you know, me and my buddies, uh, thought we should just start a Bible study, um, for whatever reason. I don't even know why. Um, I thought that we should do that back then. (laughs) Um, because I, I just really was not following the Lord at all. But, uh, we started a Bible study and, um, uh, you know, a lot of people started to come to it and it was just, it was really great. Um, it, it started to build a foundation that I didn't really have for myself because, um, you know, my parents, you know, always told me the right things and, and taught me the right things and, you know, brought me up in the church, but I never really felt like I had made the choice myself. Um, and so that was the beginning of me choosing um, Christ for myself. Um, and so, you know, really just in college, you know, finding a church, um, that, that is, you know, uh, Holy Spirit filled and, um, you know, out in the community helping, um, you know, the lost and the broken and, uh, just getting involved in that. Um, I really began to, you know, learn about Christ and, and, you know, walk with, with Christ, with all, all kinds of awesome believers. So, um, you know, here I'm about to start my senior year of college and, and, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I appreciate you telling your story. Um, yeah. cause it's still very personal. Um, about your Bible study. That's really interesting. Cause I'm, I don't do a Bible study on campus, but I do a fellowship just a side okay. note question. How did you overcome, I guess, the? F- did you have like a fear like when starting that? Or was it just like, okay, I'm going to start it. Like I'm going to start it with my friends. or? Um, yeah, so I wouldn't say I had a fear. Um, uh, you know, two of my best friends who also weren't really walking with the Lord, but were, you know, interested in maybe starting, starting to do that. Um, they, we just kind of all had the same feeling of like, we're, we're missing something. And so like, well, we've been, we've all been told that, that Jesus is the way. So like, why don't we just kind of start this, um, in hopes that maybe we find something that, that we've been missing out on. Um, and so, yeah, I would say there's not really, there wasn't really a fear, but it was honestly just kind of a, a, a really laid back get together. We read scripture and then we kind of broke it down and tried to just think how it applied to our lives and how we could get better um, by what it said so yeah I hope people are taking notes on that because that's that's actually no that's pretty amazing and I find it really interesting that all of you were kind of just like in the same boat right just like okay (laughs) 
I guess. Let's start this Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> what is this book? But all right. <laughs> I've been told it's good, so let's look at it. <laughs> That's so funny, but at least you're being honest. And obviously yeah. God used you in that time period to help other people. So I think for me, I think that's coming to my mind is, you know, that quote where it's like, God will use the unqualified to qualify. Yeah. I don't remember. Something like that. You yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure, that's that's pretty amazing. And I'm assuming also with the type of people that you hang around with is is, is especially important when it comes oh, to getting to know God. Yes, that that is huge. Um, definitely. God, I really believe that God wants us to be in a community um, you know, so that we're not walking, um, you know, alone because that's when we're susceptible to falling into temptation. Um, you know, when we don't have accountability, um, uh, you know, the devil is able to kind of pick us off, you know, cause it's kind of like, it's kind of like when a sheep runs away from, from the rest of its flock, you know, it's on its own. Um, and then, you know, the wolf is able to, you know, pursue it and pick it off because it's not with the rest of, um, it's, you know, it's flock, so it's easy to pick off. So I believe that's the same way with us. You know, we're supposed to be, um, you know, invested in a community that, that believes um, that Christ is, is the way. And when you're, when you're doing that, I believe that you're strengthened um, incredibly and you're, you know, you're all holding each other accountable. So it's huge. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, it's been a, it's been a process, you know, um, you know, we're supposed to be submitting ourselves to God every single day because, you know, every day we got to fight the flesh and our flesh wants to do what's opposite of what, what God wants us to do and what his will for us is. So, um, you know, submission, I would say, is an everyday um, thing for us. Um, but, you know, over the years, over the last couple of years of college, um, I would just say each year God has put me in situations um, testing me to, you know, see if I will submit to his will, um, instead of my own. And, um, you know, God's going to use all the situations of our lives to bring us the opportunity to submit to him. And, you know, it's our job to, to follow through with that because, you know, if we really believe the words of Jesus, um, then we should follow through with what he says, you know, not just like take, bits and pieces of it, but all we're all in, we're supposed to be all in, um, you know, picking up our cross and following him daily. So, you know, um, just submission for me, um, has just been, you know, trying to put myself into situations that, that I believe God's calling me into, um, staying away from things that could lead me into temptation. Um, maybe that I had struggled with in the past. Um, and just really, you know, being on my hands and knees asking God to show me his will um, and that that his will would be done in my life and not my own because it's you know it's an everyday thing where you know if we're not pursuing him we're not in the word um, you know we don't really see it or realize it you know from day to day but if, if we're not doing that you know we can look back um, you know and say like wow we're you know what how have I backslid you know what what's caused this and, and, you know, really submission is just being in step with the Holy spirit, you know, reading God's word because, you know, he's, if we're not reading God's word, then, then we're missing out on things that he wants to speak to us about. Um, you know, so submission is really just an all out pursuit 
you know, our eyes with a laser focus on Jesus um, because, you know, he's the author and perfecter of our faith, as the scripture says. I like what you said, um, but I feel like a lot of people struggle with the idea of, and more specifically men, struggle with that everyday type of submission. Yeah. Like, why do you think that men struggle with submitting to God? Like, why is that such a problem? Um, well, you know, I think men kind of have a built-in, you know, in their DNA kind of, um, you know, that leader, we're, we're leaders and, and we, you know, think we know, you know, what's best, we're tough, you know, that kind of, that you know, the man-man kind of thing. Um, and really the Lord just not interested in that. You know, he's, he, he's basically <laughs> can you, like. Can you say that again? Say yeah, that one more time. <laughs> the Lord is just not interested in, in men that you know, think that they know the way, you know, you look back in the Bible and you see, you know, all the men of God that, that God used, sometimes they would, you know, uh, stray off and do things that, that they thought were best. And and God just like, nope. And then he, you know, it's like, he just humbles them. Um, so, you know, I guess men really struggle with that. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not altogether sure why we do. I, I just think it's something built in our DNA where, you know, you know, where we think, you know, having a relationship with God is, is kind of soft or, or, or something like that, but it's not at all, you know, um, doing the will of God is, is tough. And, right. you know, as a man, that's, that's just what we should desire. That's how we were built. Um, and when we aren't doing that, um, you know, our leadership fails, um, you know, the things that we're involved with aren't, aren't going to go the way they're supposed to because our ways are are not going to um, are, they're just not going to work. You know, we think we think that we're doing um, you know the right thing, and and God's just like no, like this is not this is not right. Man, man is sinful, and we've we've just got to make sure to humble ourselves before the Lord. I agree with you, especially when you say that the will of God is tough. I feel like yeah. a lot of people, oh man, like it's not easy because the thing is God is going to bring you out of your comfort zone. Yes. Like this podcast for me is out of my comfort zone and any man walking in his purpose will tell you that it was never easy. It required a lot of prayer, a lot of asking God to provide for your needs yeah. Um. It's it's not easy, but it's worth it. It's definitely yes. worth it because the thing is, um, the will of God puts us in a place where we can have things that we would have never have gotten on our own. And I think that's what I want to say. I've spoken to so you know a few men in school and just hearing them, and they're always trying to do things on their own. But it's just like you can't do it on your own. Life wasn't built for you to do it on your own. You right. know, you you do need God. And the first step I feel like is submitting and submitting to the idea that, God, I need you. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of it also has to do with um, people or men not having other men in their lives to kind of show them proper leadership. Um, right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's something that people are missing just because a lot of people had to raise themselves like a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I know especially when it comes to the African-American community too, have to raise themselves 
they had right. no father figure. So whatever ideas worked for them over time, that's what they believe is what it means to be a man. But that's not necessarily right. true. And right. I feel like if you allow God to, he can teach you how to be a man. Yep. He can teach you. Like I always say that um, the Bible is one book that if you read it, it reads you. Well, I heard it from somewhere, but I took that like as something that I'm going to start saying, because if you right. read the Bible, it, it definitely reads you and it shows you like it, it, it makes you smart. I feel like. Oh, yeah. It, it gives you smart. wisdom. Yeah, yep. it really does. Like. What's his name? Solomon isn't playing with that wisdom stuff. Like there's a right. whole book on wisdom. Yeah. There's yep. a whole Proverbs, even Ecclesiastes. I was reading Ecclesiastes yesterday and yep. just wisdom. Yep. Wisdom is better than money. Wisdom is better than power. If you have wisdom, you have everything. But yes. in order for you to get that wisdom, you have to submit yourself unto the Lord because he'll give you what you need for sure. He'll give you whatever you need. And yep. To all my men listening out here, like that are struggling with that, always remember that God will give you what you need. He will give you the wisdom to figure out your problems, but you cannot do it on your own. Sorry, I went off on a tangent. This wasn't supposed to be about me. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people, you know, I think a lot of people think that the God, the God that that you know we follow, is a God that wants to cater to our needs and to our wants and you know that we're just supposed to pray to him and say like god can you do this can you do that for me i need this i need that i need you know and no god god is not interested in what we want he's interested in what we need right. and he is not going to um you know give us the things that we uh, necessarily want he's going to give give us and put us in situations that we need to go through. And that, those aren't going to be always easy. You know, um, you know, Paul talks about you have to suffer for Christ. And, and that's, you know, if we're, you know, if we're going to be all in for this, you know, you got to You got to submit and you have to get on your knees and say, God, you know, you're above me and uh, I'm going to come to you and humbly ask you um, to take my heart and all my desires and, and put yours in that. And, you know, that's that's the first step. And that's kind of a daily thing, you know, um, you know, for me, because I know I'm sinful and I know my flesh doesn't want to do the things that, that God wants me to do. Um, so that's a, that's just a daily thing you know, that we have to do. I don't know. I was trying to form a question here, but I'm kind of getting stuck but when it comes to, I guess, suffering, because I believe some people might even be scared that, okay, why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to, I don't know, like, why do I have to fall under somebody else's rules and this, that, or another? Like, I don't know. Can you explain, like, why is it important that, or what is the kind of suffering, I guess, that Christians kind of go through? You know what I'm yes. saying? You get yeah. what I'm saying? So um, I'll try to answer it as best I can. Um, so, I mean, you know, if you look at the world, um, you know, the world is going to be the world. And, you know, we should not be surprised by uh, what the world looks like, you know, even if it's getting worse and worse. I mean, that's that's the what that's what God, you know, that's what Jesus told us to, to watch that. We know that the world is going to be the world, um, you know, but we're supposed to be. Um, you know, not of the world, you know, we're supposed to be in the world and, you know, being a witness, but, um, you know, not of the world, not doing, 
the things that the world does. Um, you know, we're supposed to be um, the light in the dark. And, um, you know, people should be able to look at us and tell that there's something different about us. Um, and but with that, you know, that is going to, you know, bring some some suffering and some some persecution in the sense of we have to give up things that um, maybe we used to do or maybe that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of our friends may do, um, you know, in the hopes that that we are, you know, pursuing Christ in all things. Um, you know, so so with that, there can be, you know, some suffering and, and persecution because people people don't understand why you're doing that, why you aren't partaking in what they're partaking in. And, um, you know, that's just something we're called to do. We're, we're, we're called to, um, you know, live a life like, like Christ did. And, and that is not of the world. You know, the world, the world is, is sinful, it's dark, and it's without hope. But Christ came down to give us an example of how we're supposed to live. And um, so, you know, I guess, I guess that, you know, that's, if that's my best answer, you know, uh, you know, I'm, you I'm still that. learning, you, you know, I'm that. still learning a lot about, you know, how, you know, I'm, I'm to suffer for Christ. And, and I'm sure Lord's going to bring me through a lot more um, of that, um, you know, to humble myself and, and just to show me that, you know, his ways are higher. So basically, we're just that representation of Christ, for sure. Like the church itself is a representation right. of the love of Christ. And because the world is absent of love and we're supposed to show love, we're going to suffer through some things. We're going to have some afflictions and some persecution. Right. Yeah. You definitely answered it a lot better than how I was trying to portray that question. So <laughs> I'm so glad that good. you understood what I was saying. Because I was like, good. oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, I don't want to ask a question. I don't know how to ask it. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst when, when you, you know, you know the question in your in yourself, but you're like, how do I formulate this? That, right. That, you know, sense to people. Right, <laughs> for sure. So thank you for giving that input on that. Yeah. Uh, God I took it on a tangent, but it, we're going to come back. We're going to come back <laughs> to you and men. Um, so through your submission, right? You, okay, you said, God, I want your will for my life. What did you discover? Did you discover some kind of purpose for your life? Did you discover, I don't know, a vision? Or is there anything that you saw, like, through your through your daily submission to God that you're like okay like I kind of know where I'm going now or yeah so um you know when I when I came into college I had pretty much one uh thing in mind and that was how you know can I make my millions of dollars um how can I you know get get the american dream uh you know the the four kids the wife and the white picket fence and that's kind of how I came into college um and it's just funny how when when you start submitting to the will of God that, you know, you can look back, um, you know, just a, a couple years ago and say like, wow, he is really, uh, he's definitely inside of me because my desires have completely changed. And, you know, that's that's the indicator of the Holy Spirit is truly inside of you. you. You should be able to look back, you know, and see yourself changing um, and your desires changing. Um, so for me, you know, um, over the last year, um, God has put a desire in me to do ministry. Um, I don't know what capacity that and, and that is, but, um, you know, I, I'm finishing my degree, um, getting a business degree, 
Um, so I'm not exactly sure <laughs> how he's going to use that, but I know he will. Um, I definitely feel called to finish college. Um, but yeah, he's given me that desire to, to pursue ministry. Um, uh, I think as of right now, after, you know, over praying and, and kind of seeking, uh, the Lord about it, uh, um, me and my friend, uh, my best friend want to, to start a church, um, someday. And we feel like that, that we're called to, um, the Los Angeles area. Um, really, I think I've had a desire for that area. Um, I went out there a couple of years ago to the Los Angeles Dream Center, um, which is a, a giant, um, homeless outreach center. It started in LA and now there are um, dream centers all over um, the country. But I think when I went out there, you know, I really had a desire to change the culture out there um, because, you know, Hollywood and, and just all of California really kind of um, is the voice for America, I feel like. And, you know, if we can change that culture, we can change the country um, and, and that can change the world. Um, so I think God has placed that desire in me. Um, but you know, again, I, you know, I don't know what he's going to have me do. Um, that's kind of what I believe that maybe I'll do, um, in the future. But again, I, you know, I think God, um, I think we have a lot of times we have, we have images or, or ideas of how, you know, um, of what our, our, what God has us will have us do in the future. But then, you know, God comes in and is like, I have something so much better for you to do. And so, um, and not saying that starting a church isn't good, but just, you know, who knows what he's going to have me do. But basically the idea is that, you know, over the last couple of years, I've just seen the desires of my heart change completely. Um, and God's given me a servant heart and, and just a lot more, um, love and compassion for people, um, you know, that maybe weren't, um, you know, given the same opportunities that I had growing up. Um, so yeah, I, I would, I would say that, um, that's my, that's, that's what, that's what he's given me so far. <laughs> and that's amazing. Cause I know that's what we spoke about in Israel on yeah. the sea of Galilee. Yep. Out here speaking about what oh, God man. was calling you to do. <laughs> that was an awesome experience. Yes. You were one of the few people that I spoke to. If not, probably one of the best people I spoke to on that trip. Oh, thank you were, you. It's yeah. true, because you were so open. <laughs> like You were just so open, and you were not afraid to say you don't know. You weren't afraid. You, you weren't just throwing scripture at me. You were just being honest and real. So I appreciate oh. you for you. just coming out here and sharing that and i pray that god will definitely do that in your life because i feel like since you have that heart to do something like that he will he will definitely finish that work in you yep, yep. and i like how you're saying that you're not really sure but you're gonna keep your mind open you know i think as human beings we we like to plan i like to plan yes and yes right so in the last two years i've realized that it's good to plan there's no there's no problem in planning but yep you know, you just make sure that your plans kind of give room for God or you, they give right. room for God because God can completely just destroy them. Right. I mean, you said it better than I was about to say. Thank God you said that. <laughs> I was like, he wants to tear it up. He yeah. can sit here and just tear up what yeah. you had. But when you look back, you'll be like, wow, I'm glad he did that. Like, you know how you said that you thought you were going to marry that girl. You're going to be with that girl for a long time. You never know who God has for you now. No, nope. 
and 10 times better. But and that's why we have to daily, you know, submit our lives to him um, because our plans and our desires are, are of the flesh most of the time. And, you know, we, you know, we, we do have, you know, we might have plans for the Lord and stuff like that. But, but again, I, you know, God has so much better, um, you know, in store for us. Um, you know, he, he's got a better plan than what we, we have planned out for our lives. <laughs> so that's why the daily submission is just so important. And by daily submission, because I can already see this too, like, oh, how do you submit? Like, is it just, you know, being intentional about God leading your life? Is that one way how you mean by daily submission? Or can you elaborate a little bit on that, how you do yes. that daily? Yeah, um, I mean, you said it great. Intentionality is huge. Um, you know, we have 24 hours um, in a day and, you know, Ask yourself, how much time are, are we spending, you know, maybe in God's word, in prayer, um, you know, uh, how much time are we worshiping him a day? You know, and you, if you look back at, you know, at your answer, um, a lot of times for me, I'm like, oh, man, I've got to do a lot better. You know, uh, you know, right. I've spent, you know, maybe 30 minutes today and, you know. 30 minutes divided by, you know, 24 hours, that's a small amount of your day that, that you've spent submitting to God. Um, and, and it's not always just about time, but, you know, I think God sees that our, sees our sacrifice in our busy schedules. Um, you know, so it, it could just mean, you know, 30 minutes here, you know, 15 minutes on my lunch break, I'm, I'm in the word, or I'm just saying a prayer or, you know, on your way to work, you're in the car and you're, you're just asking God, um, you know, uh, you know, for him to help you, you know, um, kill the flesh and, and you're helping, you're asking, you know, God to, you know, um, be with those that are unsaved, you know, maybe in your family, your friends, Lord, um, you know, just to save them, you know, just, just things that where you're taking, you know, time in your day to sacrifice, to pursue him even more. Um, and so I would say that's the big thing, just intentionality with it. And, you know, showing God that he is important and in, in, in the midst of our, you know, quote unquote, busy lives. Would you say also surrounding yourself with, quote unquote, godly things? I don't know. Um, like for me, I watched a lot of YouTube videos of preachers or I don't know, yeah. podcast or just being in or creating an atmosphere as well for God, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, what we put in our ears and our eyes goes into our heart. So, you know, we have to be really careful about, you know, what movies we're watching, um, you know, what music we're, we're listening to, because all that stuff, whether you think it does or doesn't, goes into your heart and then it'll, it'll come back out um, in different forms. So, you know, we have to be, you know, if you're, you know, sitting down to watch TV, you know, pop on a sermon or you know, uh, if you're, you're sitting down listening to music, you know, play some worship music or, or something instead, uh, you know, of, of something else. And because, you know, if we're really, um, if we're really interested in God's will for us, um, then we've got to make time for him and push out the things that will hold us back from finding what that is. Um, and, you know, the devil uses so many um, you know, different ways to infiltrate us, infiltrate our, our hearts and our heads. 
and we have to be, you know, constantly on alert. You know, the Bible talks us talks about us um, to being, um, you know, alert and and sober minded, and you know, because the devil is out, you know, prowling like a roaring lion, looking for who to de- devour. So we have to be intentional, and we have to be, um, you know, aware of how the devil is is trying to uh, pull us away from God. And a lot of that today, as you see, and and he uses media, you know, t- through television, your your cell phone, and so you know we've got to be aware that that is you know one huge you know some huge ways that the devil is trying to distract us from God's will and from us submitting to Him. I like to ask questions that I kind of know, like, okay, how how do you do this? How do you do that? Because people are very um, analytical and they want step by step, even though God is really not step by step. Um, it's a lot of figuring out, but I like to get from other people's perspective, you know, yep. on, on these different topics and these different things. So for sure, being intentional in your everyday life is one way to submit to God. Yes. So when it comes to men, why would it be important? So we've talked about, um, will, like knowing your will for, or God's will for your life. But what else is it that is important or why is it important for a man to actually submit specifically for a man? Like, what would you say? Yeah. Um, so, you know, a man is going to be, you know, typically the leader of a household. Um, you know, we're oftentimes, um, you know, put into leadership positions, um, you know, and all kinds of different things. So, you know, if we're, if, if men aren't submitting to God's will, then, you know, then we have our own will and, and that begins to make us, us proud, um, and prideful. And, you know, when we're prideful, um, we're not going to be effective leaders, you know? Um, so, and that's going to seep into all aspects of your leadership as a man. So it's so important to submit to God's will because, you know, he's going to, um, he's going to help us become better leaders in, in, in all that we do. So, you know, I, I would just say that's the, the main, that's just the, the, one of the most important, um, ways why, why men have, have got to make sure that we submit. Okay. Um, also, do you feel or do you think there is anything that the church could do? I know this wasn't I know we didn't talk about this prior, but in your opinion, do you think that that, is there anything the church could do to really emphasize the importance of submission? Because I feel like, well, in my church back at home, not here in Miami, but back at home, it's more about the women submitting. They don't really mention men. So Mm -hmm. do you feel like there's anything that the the body of Christ could do to encourage men to submit? Yeah. Um, I would just say, um, making sure that, um, you know, within the church that the leadership is, is being a good example of what submitting to God looks like, you know? So, um, so that the, the congregation, the, the young men that are going, growing up in that church, can can look at good um, male influences and see what that looks like. Um, so you know, I would just say that you know churches need to be continually um, you know intentional about that. Um, that their leaders are being a good influence to um, the young men that are growing up in the church. All right. 
So I just have uh, one more question. Um, sure. I always ask this question at the end of every podcast, but I'm going to do it in two parts. Um, you can answer either or. Um, is there any advice that you would give to a man struggling with submitting to Christ? Or um, is there any advice you would give to a new believer in general struggling with their walk? You can either pick one or you can answer both. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I would just say for men, um, you know, I would say some advice that I would have um, is to really look at your life and see, you know, what what you struggle with. Um and, you know, how, how that is affecting your life, um, and identifying that. And, and when you, you figure out what that is, um, then you begin to take steps to eradicating that, um, while you're pursuing God. Um, so, you know, if, if you struggle with lust or something like that, um, you know, remove yourself from situations, um, where, you know, whether it be on social media or, you know, uh, different, you know, if you're going to a club or something like that, remove yourself from situations that are going to, um, assist you in falling in that temptation. Um, and so I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, because when we do that, um, you know, when we eliminate, um, the fuel that is, helping us get to the temptation, um, then we, a lot of times can help ourselves and eliminate the, the, the actual sin itself. Um, so I would say that that's some, some of my advice for men. That was awesome advice. Thank you so much. No, especially the, for the men identifying yeah. what is causing you to fall that, yeah. No, nah, that's that's great stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's great advice because yeah. I feel like it's important to take inventory of yourself. You know, yeah. you really need to inspect within yourself, and I think that's where the real growth comes from first. Right. So, yep. I agree. So that is the end of our podcast. Uh, thank you, Zach, for coming on and speaking to us um i really appreciate it for sure i really appreciate it yeah thank it. you for having me i really enjoyed this it was fun yes. <laughs> it was <Very> fun <laughs> so thank you so much um, um if you want to listen to more podcasts um you can see the podcast on itunes we are now on itunes just check on the podcast app in your phone and put in the planter or go on itunes.com as well um also we're on google play it's the planter thank you so much for listening to this podcast and on the man to man series uh we will be having another episode soon so stay tuned for that Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did creating it. If you'd like to stay in contact, please follow me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Planter. So T-H-E-P. 
P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R. And you can also follow the blog and comment and just have conversation with me at theplanter.com. So again, T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you so much and stay tuned for the next episode.